Welcome to an inspiring message from Awaken City Church. For more information about us, visit awakencity.com.au. Who's still got last minute shopping to do? <laughs> you know, I um, it's a common thing for me. I leave uh, Christmas shopping till the 1st of December, but it started later this year because of uh, moving house. And uh, I think the hardest part in Christmas shopping and getting gifts is because you want to get that perfect gift. You don't want that person just to give you an obligatory smile. Thank you. (laughs) I'm going to put it in the, give it to somebody else one day. (laughs) You want them to say, wow, I always wanted that. I need that. It's so good. How did you know that's what I wanted? Because I asked a few people. Because we want to give that perfect gift. Who's with me? And you know, James tells us very clearly where we're able to get that perfect gift. And it's all for free. Let's read it, shall we? James chapter 1. He says, Every gift God freely gives us is good and perfect. Streaming down from the Father of lights who shines from the heavens with no hidden shadow or darkness and is never subject to change. God was delighted to give us birth by the truth of His infallible Word so that we would fulfil His chosen destiny for us and become the favourite ones out of all His creation. Let's pray, shall we? Father, I want to thank You for today. I want to thank You that as we worship You, Lord, it's all about You. But as I always say, Lord, the Word is for us. It's to change us. It's to shift us. It's to mould us and make us the way You want us. And Lord, I ask today that You use me, use my lips like a pen as a ready writer to deliver Your Word, Lord, that people will just not hear it, but we will become doers of Your Word in Jesus' Name. And for all those that are online and in person, we all say, Amen. Amen. That's right. So this free, good and perfect gift comes from the Father of lights and it's shining from heaven. It's a gift from heaven. See, that's what Christmas is about. It's about receiving Jesus, the perfect gift who came to earth from heaven so that heaven can be in us. We couldn't get to heaven. So God brought heaven to earth. He brought Jesus to earth. Jesus had it all in heaven, but He gave it up. For us, God with us, revealed through us, Emmanuel, the Word that became flesh and dwelt amongst us. You know, after my son at 18 graduated to heaven, I wanted to know what heaven was all about. I wanted to know where he lived. So as many of you know, I devoured books on heaven, mainly the Bible, of course, and wanted to know what heaven was really like. I would listen to stories that encountered heaven and had glimpses of heaven. You know what? It did give me some comfort. It really has. But I discovered one thing. I discovered that heaven is actually closer than you think. Because heaven is where His presence dwells. The Kingdom of Heaven resides within us. Not just within us, beneath us, above us and all around us. 
And part of the Lord's prayer is says, may your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because wherever we go, we bring heaven with us. Paul tells us in Colossian, he tells the Colossian church in 3.2 that we need to set our minds on the realities of heaven, not just on earthly things. Jesus tells us in Matthew 6.19 that we've been given the keys to the heaven. We've been given the keys to the heavens. He goes, whatever you permit on earth shall be permitted in heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth shall be forbidden in heaven. Why is that? Because He's given us all authority, speaking to us as believers, that we've been given authority and power from heaven. This is so we can experience His supernatural heavenly life here on earth as it is in heaven. And because this, Jesus is good and perfect gift from heaven that keeps on giving. It's a bit of a story here. We keep on saying that about my dog, Julius. He's just a gift that keeps on giving. But Jesus is that perfect gift that keeps on giving. He is the reason, not just for this season, but for every season. Amen. And Jesus is saying to us today, the gift that I sent you, the only gift that matters to your family, friends and the world around you is me, is me, is Jesus. Now I'd like us to imagine for a moment, it's a good, it's a good thing to imagine, that you were gifted this beautiful car, a brand new car. Claude, that new two-rag, you know one that you've been eyeing off? The one that's got all the lights on the dash and it's got everything, right? Just imagine you've been gifted something like that. This car is a beautiful car and you're able to bring passengers with you. You're able to tow a caravan and stuff with you. You're able to go places with it, like go for long drives. You've gifted, this car is magnificent. Can you imagine it? Me, I like a Merc, but... Jesus, it's going to have to come from you. (laughs) But just imagine you've been gifted this car, right? But instead of using the car as it was designed to be, you parked it in the garage and just left it there, never did anything with it. You kept it safe, you protected it, but you didn't use or access the gift that was given to you. That'd be silly, right? Jesus talks about this gift to the woman at the well. And in John chapter four, Jesus encounters this woman who comes to draw water from the well in the middle of the day, which is unusual. Let's just say this lady had a complicated past and God met her, Jesus met her where she was at. And in John chapter four, Jesus says to her, if you only knew who I am, and the gift that God wants to give you, you'd ask me for a drink and I would give you living water. And as I continued to converse, Jesus articulates what that gift actually is. And in verse 14, Jesus says, For when you drink the water I give you, it becomes a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit, flooding you with endless life. Jesus is telling her that He is the source of that living water. And it's far greater than the water that she's gonna get from the well. 
And this is an invitation for all of us who are thirsty for Him, who are thirsty to come to Him, for those who believe in Him, that we would have that living water flowing out of us, that endless life, that eternal life. And it comes from Jesus Himself. See, the Christmas story is not about just a cute story of a baby born in a manger. Sorry, I know that's a nice story and it is true, but that's not what the Christmas story is really about. It's the offer of the free and perfect gift of salvation. It's a gift from God. It's about the Holy Spirit filling us anew, living this supernatural life and the eternal life that Jesus Christ came to give us. We are citizens of heaven here. We are citizens of heaven. The Christmas story has brought me back to basics. Now, I'm sorry if you're going to hear a very basic message today. No, I'm not sorry. (laughs) Because the Gospel is simple. We complicate it. You know, as preachers, the hardest thing every year is to try to share the Christmas story, but get the ones that hear it over and over again captivated. (laughs) But the Christmas story is not just for you, it's for others. Amen. If we don't keep telling the story of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the reason for every season, we're going to water down the Gospel. So I'm declaring today, for I'm not ashamed of the Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, for it is the power unto salvation. The most important gift of all is the gift of salvation. And in chapter 2 of Ephesians, Paul writes this, God saved you by His grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. You are saved by grace through faith. Your righteousness is not in your good works. I'm sorry to tell you that. Doesn't matter how good you think you are, you are saved by His grace. You can't take credit for this. It's a free gift from God. And the different meanings to the word saved is this. There are many different reasons. Sorry, there are different meanings to the word saved. But the real word saved for salvation in Hebrews is Yeshua, which is Jesus Himself, meaning deliverance, freedom from the power and the effects of sin. That's the real meaning of salvation in Christ Jesus. And so if you are living in condemnation right now, if you are living with guilt and shame, you have not fully received the free gift of salvation for you today. And my prayer for you today is that you receive that in all its fullness. Salvation deals with our identity and authority as a believer before our behaviour. We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good plans He planned for us long ago. But it's first dealing with our identity, our authority before our behaviour, because it's His grace that enabled us to live out this life that He's called us to live. 
because grace is an inside out work in progress, not an outside in. And the distance between heaven and humanity is immeasurable until you are saved. Until you are saved. We are now no longer separated from God. The distance now is not based on location, but on relationship. But on relationship. And you and I, we can be as close to God, we can be as close to heaven as we want to be. As we want to be. How close do you want to be to Him? See, our behaviour changes. That's when the transformation takes place, when heaven is in our hearts and lives. That's when the real change takes place. When we allow His infallible Word to become our foundation, our source of supply. When we live like that, that abundant life that He promised us, that's when we start to see His grace starting to work from the inside out. See, you may have been hurt by the world, but you are healed by the Word of God. Amen. And in this season, I want to encourage you to embrace the core of the most important gift, Yeshua. It's the free gift of salvation. And it's brought to the whole world, not just you and I, because we are not ashamed of the Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, for it is the power unto salvation. Amen. The free gift of salvation. And in John chapter 14, we read how when Jesus went to ascend back to heaven, He said, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm not going to leave. I'm going to send another advocate. You know, you know, the Holy Spirit might be with you right now, but He's going to be in you. And that is once we've received the gift of salvation, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells in each and every one of us. And that's the second gift. The second gift is the free gift of the Holy Spirit. Don't you love that? That's how we live this supernatural life because we have the Holy Spirit indwelling in us. See, the Christmas story, if you read the Christmas story, it's all about supernatural occurrences. It's all about Mary who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of a woman, but conceived of by the Holy Spirit. Joseph had a spiritual dream. The wise men were guided by the Holy Spirit, but it was all out of their obediences to the supernatural occurrences was the world changed. That's why because they were obedient to the supernatural occurrences that took place. You know what? It happened then and it doesn't mean it's not happening now. Supernatural occurrences, life was not just for them, it was for you and I right now because we have an heavenly empowered ability on the inside of us. Who believes that? Jesus told us what would happen when the Holy Spirit takes over on His behalf. He said to John the Baptist, you baptise with water, but I came to baptise with the Holy Spirit and fire. In Acts chapter 2 was a day of Pentecost where the New Testament church was birthed. Peter speaks out. He says, in the last days, how many of us believe we are in the last days? I'm going to pour out my Spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Come on, your old people will have dreams and visions. There's still work for us to do, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) 
He goes, there'll be signs and wonders and miracles are still taking place. Too good to not believe, amen. Signs and wonders are taking place because through all the ups and downs of the story of God's people, we see a common thread that appears. The people of God were always destined to dwell in the heavenly presence and power of God, enjoying the supernatural life and the peace of God as well. See, the gift of the Holy Spirit brings everything we need to navigate on this side of eternal life. It's this side of eternal life that we need the power of the Holy Spirit. We don't need to go to a temple or do ritualistic things. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are the, wherever you go, you carry the geographical presence of God. You heavenize earth wherever you go. And through the Holy Spirit, we have infinite access to God. And because Jesus paid the price for this gift, no one or nothing can ever separate us from His love. In John chapter 14, verse 27, Jesus said this, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. Who needs peace of mind and heart this morning? And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Because it's the Holy Spirit that sustains us and gives us that peace. There's no peace like the Holy Spirit. And you may be in an anxious or fearful moment right now. And this Word is for you today. You see, fear is a reaction. Faith and courage is a choice we make. The Bible says that we are to walk by faith, not sit in faith. We are to walk by faith. We are to walk by faith and not in fear. And our job is to simply show up every day as ambassadors of hope for those who are walking in fear today. We are the ones that bring hope because we have the hope of Christ in our hearts. You know, you and I, we are glory containers. Even in this broken vessel, you carry the glory of God wherever you go. You are here to heavenize earth. We may be broken, we may be bruised, but even bruised lives crush heads today, amen? The light of Christ is seen through the cracks of our own broken vessels wherever we go. But in faith, as we love freely and serve others, give generously, forgive freely and trust God, the authority of Christ in us does the work through us because it's by grace we are saved through faith, not by our own works. Not by our own works. So what else do we need this holiday season if everything we need is in Christ? Just like the car that meant, was meant to be driven, these gifts are not meant to be hidden or hoarded. The free gift of salvation, the Spirit-filled supernatural life is for us to freely receive, but it's also for us to freely give. We, we, we've, we've got so much to give. 
Jesus is the ultimate gift. And when we share this gift to others, that's when your life has meaning and greater purpose. You are called to reach out to rescue and teach to transform others. So then when you walk in a room or wherever you go, people will say, here comes heaven because heaven is in us. Amen. And in closing, the third gift. The first one is the gift of salvation. The second one is the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the third one is the free gift of eternal life. This is the great exchange. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. If I could have the worship team join me, that would be great. Jesus came to earth to give us the free gifts of acceptance, peace, healing and forgiveness. But those gifts weren't cheap. They're free to us. They weren't cheap. We are forgiven and accepted, but not on our own good behaviour bond. Jesus paid the price by experiencing the greatest rejection of all. If you think you've been rejected, if you think you've got rejection issues, abandonment issues, Jesus paid that price for you. Jesus chose to die to pay for our sin. He conquered death to bring us back to life. Our sins created a debt we could not ever repay. But Jesus in His perfection could. Jesus knew the cost of Christmas and He embraced it so that we could embrace Him and have eternal life that He made available for us. And as you celebrate this season, let's never forget, we can only be forgiven. We can only be healed and have peace in Him and be set free because Jesus chose Christmas. Never take for granted the most important gifts freely given to us, your gift of salvation, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit that we can live this supernatural life and the gift of eternal life. We are citizens of heaven. Isn't that awesome? To th- we are citizens of heaven. And that's how you and I can bring the spirit of faith, hope and love into the year ahead by understanding the free gifts that have been given to us. Let's not keep them in the garage. Let's not hoard them. Let's access what God has freely given us. And as we approach Christmas, there's no better time to share the gift of heaven to others. Amen. Let's be the people that carry heaven inside of us wherever we go, sharing the good news and let's heavenize earth. That's what we're here for, right? That's exactly what we're here for. Let me pray. Father, I wanna thank You for the gift of heaven. And Jesus, my prayer today is those that are online and here right before my eyes, they, that they would understand what You freely have given them. They would not take for granted, Lord, the gift of their own salvation. That Lord, that You, 
made a way that they could have Your presence in them wherever they go. And Lord, that their life here is but a vapour in comparison to eternity, that You have given them eternal life. You've made them citizens of heaven, that they may be in this world, but we know that we are not of this world. We are passing through. And today, Lord, for those who really are walking around not knowing their purpose, that today for the very first time, they would understand their real purpose in life. That's my prayer for each and every one, Lord. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope it has blessed you. If you would like to find out more about Awaken City Church, visit awakencity.com.au.